Hey guys, welcome back to the Unleashed Whitetail Wisdom Series. You know, I, I started creating this because I knew I had a lot of guys out there that, that love to hunt, especially bow hunt, and especially for whitetail, you know, and turkey as well. But I wanted to touch on something today. You know, last time I talked about broadheads. You know, are we using expandables? Are we using fixed? And honestly, that's that's your choice. You know, it's whatever um, you feel most comfortable with. Um, and I don't I don't really care which one you use. What I do care about is that you make an ethical shot. You know, you take the the right shot on that animal because we owe it to the animals that we hunt to, uh, you know, to be as humane as, as we can be. Um, you know, God's gifted these these animals to us, so we need to make sure that we're we're taking the right shot. So, but anyhow, today I wanted to talk about like hunting from a ground blind. I mean, they are becoming increasingly popular, and it's not just because because I think we're getting older. You know, some of us, um, although that is one of the benefits because you're not having to worry about, you know, getting up and down in the tree stand, you know, in the dark or when it's icy or whatever. Um, but there's a real place for ground blinds, especially when you've learned, you know, where to put them, you know, how to hunt them well, you know. So I want to touch a little bit on that stuff today. Um, you know, I never thought I would say this, but there are times I would almost rather be hunting from a ground blind than from a tree stand. So I wanted to give you maybe five or six points, you know, about, uh, you know, hunting blinds that you can see the benefits in. So I wrote these down. You know, the first one I put down was that it cuts down your wind. And there's nothing more important than your scent control. You know, the only thing that a white-tailed deer can't smell is nothing. So it's really important to be able to cut down, especially when the wind is blowing around, because it, it doesn't get rid of, of all of your scent, but it absolutely traps a lot of it, which is going to decrease your footprint, you know, in, in, the, in the scent world. So um, number two is you're less likely to get busted, you know, for moving around. You know, we all have to go to the bathroom, right? We all take a snack with us, some kind of lunch, or maybe you get on your cell phone because you have to answer something from work or your spouse or whatever. You want to get up and stretch sometimes. You know, it can get, it can be a long time. You're getting cold and you need to be able to move your muscles. Man, there's, there's nothing greater than a ground blind being able to conceal all that stuff. You can take more stuff too. Um, you can't be hanging everything from a tree. It kind of becomes a little bit obvious. You've got all this junk up there or your bow's hanging up there. Well, when it's in a blind, again, your movement's cut down. You can have everything. You can even buy a little stand to put your bow on the ground in front of you that all you have to do is just reach down and grab it. Um, it keeps you out of the elements, uh, you know, if, if the weather gets nasty. There's nothing worse than, than being, you know, out there and getting, you know, wet, um, and one of the things I, I love too is deer love to move right before rain or a light rain or right after a rain and getting up into your tree stand, you know, many times your butt's going to get wet because everything has been soaking wet up there. And that's nice. You can just go in the back of your tree stand, especially if you've waterproofed it, which I'll talk about here in a second and just get warm and comfortable. And that's going to make a longer sit, which again, the more time you are in the woods, the more time you have to actually, you know, see whitetails. Um, I already said this, I said, you can take more stuff with you, allowing you to be more comfortable and stay longer. Um, it's safer. You know, I'm a certified tree stand safety in instructor. I have been since 2008, I think it is. And I have yet to hear of someone falling out of a ground blind and getting hurt. So that's, that's another piece of this. And the other thing is you can take a child to your friend or maybe your spouse who's always wanted to experience the hunt, or maybe you want to teach, you know, your child or another kid how to be able to hunt but maybe you don't have room in a tree stand. You're afraid they're going to be moving around too much. Uh, maybe they have to pee a lot or something when they're a little kid. Man, it's great. You can be right inside the blind and uh, your movement's cut down. So it's just a, it's just a great 
uh, great tool to be able to have in the woods with you. Um, there's some things I would definitely want to say about preparing your blind before the season you know, ever gets here. You know, you don't want to wait until the last minute, go out and buy one, and then go set it up in the woods same day you buy it. You don't want to do that. You want to protect that blind. You want to make sure that you have everything covered that you're going to need to with the fabric on that. And, and let me just touch on that. Um, first of all, I would absolutely recommend waterproofing your blind. And I would do it with a product by a company called Atsko. And that's A-T-S-K-O. And the product is called WaterGuard Extreme. And it's not just a waterproofer. It's got a UV block in it that will keep your blind from, from fading and changing colors. If you've had a blind out in the sun long enough, many of you know it. They'll start to turn even like a pink color. Um, something you don't want to have happen because now that also means that your fabric is rotting in your blind. And you're going to only have that blind for a couple of years. And you're investing three or 400 bucks into a good blind. You want to take care of it. So you're going to want to waterproof it. And here's the thing. When you spray it down with WaterGuard Extreme, make sure you get all the seams, you know, everything really well. And it's, it's not just a waterproofer, and it's not just a UV block. It also prevents um, things like mold and mildew, um, you know, algae, different things from forming inside. And the cool thing, too, is that once that spray has cured in the fabric, it will dry scent-free. It takes a couple of days, but once that smell, once it's cured, that smell is gone. Um, and, I, and I talked about the UV brighteners, what the sun does. Here's something that a lot of guys still don't know. You're going to want to check the fabric for UV brighteners. White tails are especially sensitive to UV reflection. If there's a brightener that's in the fabric, which would have been put on in the factory, obviously you didn't do it by using Tide or all in your own washer, like you do loading up your camo if you wash it in that, because it came straight from the factory. It's got a brightener, some of these do, in them. So you want to check it with a black light. You can go in your garage, get a black light or whatever, and you can see if it's glowing blue. If it's glowing blue, you've got a brightener in there, brightener in there and you want to make sure you treat that with something called um, it's like zero UV. It used to be called UV Killer by the same company that made WaterGuard Extreme, that company called Atsco. You can, you can find them at atsco.com. Um, like I said, just get that black light. Take it in. It's, it's, UV is reflected like the first hour and last hour of daylight the most, and that's when whitetails are most sensitive to it. You know, turkey, um, antelope, they don't really care about blinds being set up, but whitetail are really sensitive to that ultraviolet light. So you want to make sure um, that you've got that taken care of. And again, spray it down with the zero UV or the UV killer. So let's talk for just a minute about placement. Where do you put your blind? Um, you know, you definitely want to put your blind out at least at least two weeks before archery season starts uh, to, to let the deer get used to it. Um, I know, honestly, I'd, I'd suggest probably putting it out a month if you could before, and maybe even longer than that. Um, and make sure, again, you treat it with WaterGuard Extreme before you ever put it out there so it's not going to be fading and rotting and all that stuff. And if you can, if you're in a state where they allow you to bait up to 30 days before the season, you might want to put it out there six to eight weeks ahead of time because if you're going to put any kind of corn or anything out there, it will get the deer used to seeing that blind there with nobody in it and they begin to get used to it. So that's just another thing. And you might want to leave the blind windows open, uh, at least a couple of them, to get used to the difference um, because if you only put that window, um, down in the blind when you're hunting it, they notice that difference. So being able to have that window open again, gets them used to the way it's going to look once you're inside of it. You want to, um, make sure you brush it in. Uh, like I said, antelope and turkey, they don't really care about this stuff, but a whitetail knows everything. And this is its bedroom. 
and it needs time to get used to this stuff. So you want to, to, to really um, brush this thing in. You're going to want to be sure to, um, you know, again, tie down the sides. You know, you've got those ropes on the sides where you can secure it down. You've got your stakes you can put in the corners and the middle walls. Um, you know, if it's going to be any hard rain or any snow accumulating when you're going to be out of it, maybe get a tall enough stick to prop up the middle so it doesn't collapse, you know, while you're gone. Um, I always try to drag like an old, uh, like a smaller dead fallen tree or two to around the front and the sides if I can to, to give me something to allow a little more coverage. And I can also be tucking some foliage and branches you know, down inside that stuff that's not going to blow easily. And I can tie it down to those things as well and make it, you know, a lot more secure. You know, the, the blind companies usually have some little holes in the blinds, like little loops that you can be like sticking, you know, branches and stuff in. But I, I, I really like to, to do it even a little bigger deal than that and making it a little more permanent with getting some of these heavier fallen logs and kind of move them up around it. Or maybe you can just find something is down and put your blind in there. You're going to want to make sure that your ground is level and you want to make sure you don't have a lot of uh, like grass or stuff that's going to be or leaves. Clean it all out. And again, if you've got a lot of like, you know, um, live grass and things, you got to watch out for things like ticks, uh, chiggers. So again, clean that that bottom out in the inside, you know, as much as possible. I would also recommend, you know, trying to put the blind near a good funnel. Um, that area where the deer are going to be, you know, they're going to use that the most because it's the, the path of least resistance, maybe going from a bedding area to a feeding area or water or someplace. Um, you know, as they're moving through these corridors, they're looking for the for the, the easiest way to be able to, to get in, in and out of there. So Check the trails, you know, leading up to these funnels to make sure they've got, you know, good deer sign like scrapes and rubs or droppings. Um, and again, see where they're going. Are they headed back to these major food sources or bedding areas? Because you really want to focus on those areas, especially in late season. You know, during the rut, things get crazy and deer are kind of going everywhere. But when those food sources happen or during the rut when they're needing water, um, those are good places to really kind of chime in on. Um you know, check your line of sight. You know, make sure you have good shooting lanes. Um, use drops in elevation. You know, sometime like a, a dried up creek bed that, you know, hasn't been, you know, wet obviously in years. Or a little gully to your advantage as it keeps like the bulk of the blind, you know, out of their main sight. Doesn't look as big because it's a lower profile. I know when I was hunting in Africa, the blinds we had were sunken down in because, again, it gives you a lower uh, profile. So, and again, this is more important for bow hunters than it is gun hunters. You know, gun hunters can get away with a, a little more exposure, but for, you know, having to get them close, um, you really want to do all this stuff well. Uh, chairs. When you want to get a chair for your blind, don't just go get the cheapest little chair you can get or just the lightest one necessarily, um, unless you're, you know, going to be packing in a long way uh, or, or not. But it needs to be comfortable because you're going to be sitting in this thing all day. It needs to be really quiet. You know, it doesn't squeak and stuff when you're moving around. And it needs to be at the right height for a long sit and to give you good shooting form. So you're going to want to check that maybe in your blind before you take it out to make sure it's the right height. Maybe you can get an adjustable one. But, and the other thing is, these newer uh, see-through blinds are crazy. You know, I've got three blinds sitting in my garage that I'll probably never use again because the field of vision is so small. But with these new blinds that are, that are see-through on three of the walls, uh, you keep that, that back wall behind you blackened out, but you can see through all the camo walls all the way around you. So when you're using this, again, you don't have to have all your shooting windows open, just really more your front one. You've got pointed toward you know, that, that trail, 
but it allows you to see on both sides of you. So you're not having to open little windows up and peek. You know, you think maybe something's coming. You're making noise, squeaking your chair when you do that. If you can get a really good see-through blind, I think it's really going to help your hunting experience a lot um, because you're going to have a much bigger field of vision. So anyhow, um, I hope this was helpful. And hey, good luck and tune in next time for some more Whitetail Wisdom.